episode number 187 of the Living Deliberately podcast. Hi, this is Shira Gura. Welcome to my podcast. If you're new to me, just so that you know who you're listening to, I am the author of the books, Getting Unstuck, Five Simple Steps to Emotional Well-Being, and The Clear Way, Five Simple Steps to Be Mentally Prepared for Anything. These books are based on two self-help tools I created that support you in getting unstuck and getting clear so you can live deliberately. Thank you so much for choosing to be with me today. And now for today's episode. Hello, my dear listeners, and thank you so much for joining me today. So the other day I was doing Zoom with my parents who were telling me about Thanksgiving this year and that most likely they're not going to be able to celebrate with their family and friends because of Corona. And I looked at them through the computer screen and my heart just went out to them because most people that live in the United States are used to celebrating this holiday with loved ones and expressing their thanks through food, family, and football. And not being able to do so this year is like a really big blow. I'm imagining that a lot of people are just thinking, you know, how can I celebrate this holiday if it's going to look like this this year? And I'm also guessing that if people are really feeling stuck about this, they really truly might be thinking there's no reason to even create the holiday at all. Now, as you may know, I was born in the United States, but I have not lived in the United States for the last 10 years. I live in Israel, and I haven't really been celebrating Thanksgiving here the way I used to when I lived in the United States. Although I have celebrated other holidays through this coronavirus, and I had to get myself unstuck, and I did and got through it. And I know it wasn't Thanksgiving, But still, I was able to take a similar enough situation. For me, that holiday was called Sukkot. It happened in October. And that's a holiday where we are actually commanded to have guests come into our temporary hut that we erect once a year. And this year, we couldn't have guests, even though it's a commandment for us to do so. So yes, it's not the same thing as Thanksgiving, But at the same time, I was looking at my parents and I was like, I get it. I really get it. So for those of you who might be new to me, getting stuck on something describes the way that we stay emotionally consumed or attached to our view of any particular situation. And we can get stuck on all kinds of emotions like fear and anger and pride, and gloom, and desire. And when we're stuck on something, reality is clouded, and we act solely on our narrow-minded personal story instead of from a broader place of clarity and objectivity, considering any other possible way to believe or behave in that moment is unimaginable. So getting stuck on disappointment about Thanksgiving this year could look like Again, someone not being able to grasp that there's any other way of thinking about that situation. For them, reality is blurred. And that's a pretty big problem because I'm guessing these people care about how they function in the world and how their behavior affects them and the people around them. When you're stuck on something and can only see one way of being, one path, 
you basically limit yourself and the possibilities that exist in that moment. You don't do this consciously, but you basically shut down all opportunities for self-growth and healing. When you're stuck, you grasp onto your story and you can carry it with you for a long time. And you can keep thinking about it or talking about it to yourself and to other people. So this can and does happen to all of us. But getting unstuck helps you let go of that attachment to those emotions. And it helps you expand your view and choose different, more beneficial paths. And the unstuck method that I created provides an effective structure to process through the murkiness of everyday emotions. It empowers you to become present, reflect on your beliefs, and consider other ways of viewing life's situations. So if you happen to be stuck today on Thanksgiving or any other holiday that might be coming up, I would like to invite you to consider getting unstuck. The moment you realize you're stuck on something is the moment you can take a stop. And by stopping, I mean redirecting your attention away from the story to something else that's real and tangible, and then attend to that thing fully. And by real, I simply mean like attending to your breath, closing your eyes and taking a few breaths. Stopping is a real opportunity. It helps to separate you from your story, what's going on in your mind, and it really opens up this process that will ultimately guide you to a place of emotional well-being. If you don't take a stop, your story is going to go on in your head forever, and you will simply suffer. The problem, my friends, is not outside of us ever. The problem is is always what's going on inside of our minds. This process of stopping, it is like learning a new skill or introducing a new habit into your life. It takes a lot of practice. And there's going to be a lot of times that you forget or you're going to feel like you just can't stop. But over time, stopping does become familiar and accessible. So if you are feeling stuck on disappointment or any other emotion regarding Thanksgiving, I want to invite you to take a stop. Find a place to rest for a few moments. Close your eyes. Take a few deep breaths. The reality is, Thanksgiving is going to look differently this year than you may have expected, and there's really not much you can do about it. What you can do in this very moment is control your response to it. Take some deep breaths and allow yourself to rest in the beauty and in the gift of the now. The second step of getting unstuck is tell. We all have emotions, lots of them. It's a natural and inevitable part of human life. Even if we try to suppress our emotions, emotions still exist. Acknowledging our emotions and allowing emotions to run through us is an essential part of getting unstuck because it's our attachment to our feelings that causes us to get stuck in the first place. And it's this step, the tell step, that helps us access our emotions. So in this step, this is where we detect what we're feeling, and we declare it like this, I am stuck on disappointment, for example. 
And notice that when you phrase your emotion as I'm stuck on disappointment, as opposed to I am disappointed, you're separating yourself from the emotion. While in casual conversation, you may say, I'm, I'm really disappointed by telling yourself I'm stuck on disappointment. Instead, you give your brain a critical message that while you may be holding on to a certain emotion, that emotion is not your identity. It's merely what you're stuck on right now in this moment. Framing your emotion in this way will help you disentangle from it because you acknowledge that you are independent of it. By affirming your independence, you can begin to understand that whatever emotion you're holding on to is temporary. And as you can get stuck on an emotion, just like you can get stuck on a patch of Velcro, you can also get unstuck from it. So name your emotion, allow yourself to feel it, be curious about where it is in your body, and let the emotion run through you. Don't resist it. The third step of the unstuck method is uncover. And with this step, we move from our emotions to our thoughts, and we really begin to access the mind. So we uncover what we are thinking about the situation. And just like in the tell step here, we also articulate our beliefs in a certain way by starting with, I believe, as opposed to simply naming one after the other. Because when you start it with, I believe, you remind yourself, whether you can see it in that moment or not, that your beliefs are just beliefs, not certainties. So by saying, I believe, you are affirming that your beliefs are not facts and therefore they can be questioned and examined and when appropriate, released. So for example, I believe Thanksgiving is going to be awful this year. I believe Thanksgiving is going to be depressing. I believe this is going to be the worst Thanksgiving ever. I believe this shouldn't be happening. And as you state each belief, reflect upon each one. Check for the validity or the accuracy of each belief. Investing your beliefs can be really challenging as one sign of being stuck is that you're always right. So one way that I test out the truthfulness of my beliefs is by asking myself, would everyone in the entire world believe this? Or could this be proven in a court of law? Another way I sometimes challenge myself is by asking what percent my thought is true. And if the answer is less than 100%, or if I respond no to either of the former questions, then I understand that particular thought doesn't pass the test for being true, with a capital T. So for example, I believe Thanksgiving is going to be awful this year. Is that 100% true? No, I don't even know because it's in the future. How can I know what it's going to be? I believe Thanksgiving is going to be depressing. Same thing, that's not true. Something can only be true if I can prove it to be true right now in this moment. I believe Thanksgiving is going to be the worst ever. Nope, it's not true. I believe this shouldn't be happening. No, that's not true either, because what should be happening right now in this moment is what's happening. The fourth step of getting unstuck is called consider. The moment you notice that one or more of your beliefs is not 100% true, that's the moment you begin to realize the foundation of your story may be weak, 
and even baseless. That is, we recognize that the story we had in our mind is exactly that, a story, one based on a narrow perspective rooted in current emotions and fixed ways of thinking. By considering other perspectives to the story, we begin to acknowledge that being stuck on an emotion limits our view, and we deliberately seek other viewpoints so we can see better, so we can feel better. So at this point in the step, you are stretching your consideration muscles, that's what I call them, to acknowledge all possibilities that may exist for this story. And I found the most useful way to articulate them is by starting with, I can consider that. So for example, I can consider that Thanksgiving isn't going to be awful this year. I can consider Thanksgiving isn't going to be depressing. I can consider being creative with how I celebrate this year. I can consider creating a virtual Thanksgiving and by doing so, bring together even more friends and family than ever before. I can consider this is going to be the best Thanksgiving ever. I can consider being grateful for being alive. I can consider leading my friends and family in a gratitude activity during the virtual meal and everyone can share one by one and that is going to be amazing. I can consider this should be happening. Often we fight with reality and when we do, it only keeps us stuck. So accepting reality and empowering yourself to choose your response to the situation that exists is going to guide you to a place of acceptance and inner peace. This is where we get unstuck. It's when we consider a new perspective. But there's one last step to getting unstuck, and that's K for kindness. There may be a moment when you are processing through the unstuck method that you feel guilt or shame or embarrassment for getting stuck in the first place. And it's this step that reminds you to be compassionate towards yourself. We all get stuck on something, and it's really okay. If we don't hold ourselves in self-compassion when we get stuck, we would be beating ourselves up every single day. So this step really reminds us to be kind to ourselves and accept our human imperfections and forgive ourselves. So it could look like this. I got stuck on disappointment and it's okay. Or one of the people who went through my coach training, Barb, she offered this one to me. Even though I got stuck on disappointment, I still love myself and I know I'm a good person. So this final step closes the process of the unstuck method. And I invite you to do the same. Are you feeling stuck today about Thanksgiving or about an upcoming holiday or about anything at all in life? While getting stuck is inevitable, staying stuck is a choice. While this may not be the Thanksgiving or upcoming holiday that you are hoping for, it is the Thanksgiving that's going to come this year. And you don't have to get or stay stuck on it. There's a world of considerations waiting out there for you. It's just a matter of which one you consciously choose to take on and then go back out into the world with, not only for your sake, but for the sake of those around you. Using the unstuck method opens up your world up to possibilities for personal growth that you really have probably never knew existed. You become more aware of the freedom that exists in that sacred space between a trigger and a reaction, and that you are not bound to function mindlessly. 
Please keep in mind, especially if you're a new listener, that this is a lifetime practice and that you must take responsibility to continue choosing to do this work. So I would love to hear from you, my dear listeners. If you do get yourself unstuck, I welcome you to write a response on the website page of this podcast episode, or you can find me on Instagram, The Living Deliberately Path. This podcast episode was also turned into a blog, so if you'd like to read it in writing, head over to my website, shiragura.com. Thank you so much for choosing to be with me today, wishing you a wonderful rest of your week and a wonderful, mindful Thanksgiving. And as always, I look forward to getting unstuck, getting clear, and living deliberately with you. Thank you for joining me for this episode of the Living Deliberately podcast. It is my honor and privilege to be able to show up here each week for you. If you enjoyed this episode, it would be incredibly appreciated if you could leave me a review on iTunes or drop a comment on my website page for this episode, shiragura.com, or share your thoughts with me on Instagram at the Living Deliberately Path. I so appreciate hearing from and engaging with my podcast listeners. I look forward to being with you here next week.